conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash Girls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash Girls. Sign up today. I just came back from the salon, and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. (laughs) Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time (laughs) with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Believable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. I'm the apple of your eye and the finale. I may be stuck in the house, but I'll never be a housewife. <laughs> so stupid. But- <laughs> <laughs> 
The delivery on that was something. The delivery on that was something magical. I was very into it. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode 175. I've gone from your TV screens to the insides of your ears <laughs> and minds, where I hopefully always reside. And I'm so well, so welcome. <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> to be joined by one of my favorite people to talk about all things Housewives with on none other than episode 175-ish of Andy's Girls. It is none other than the co-host of the magical podcast, Come Through Queen, Mr. Brendan Davis. Brendan Davis, how are we today? Good. I cannot believe I am talking to a television star, the one and only Dame Galley. I am going to Venmo you in just a moment. Thank you so much for that. I have to tell you, I mean, so here's the deal. I recorded, or I went to a recording, I went to a filming, I went to a whatever for New York in December. And so after that tech rehearsal filming workshop, however they called it, I talked about that experience on that the following Andy's girl. So if you guys want to go into the archives, it's on some AG from December. And as the season rolled along and I didn't see it, I thought it's possible. It's not going to be in the show at all. And then I realized, Oh wait, they're building up Viva La Diva. And she's talking about this like rehearsal workshop, whatever. And then they showed the teaser last week for the finale and I was like oh wait is that me and then I thought okay so you'll you'll probably see me for like a second and people were sliding into my dms thank you to all of you who were tagging me on social and everything else I put up a wild photo on my instagram that you guys need to see but um I was just dying at the number of times I was bombing up really front and center there Because, like, you weren't the only person who I know were recognized in that audience, but you definitely were front and center the entire time. (laughs) Thank you. A place I was born to be. I mean, my thing is, I I was nervous when I realized that that event was going to be shown because I didn't know what my facial expressions were. And in the moment, I never know what I'm like, what people are registering on my face. All I know is I have gotten into a significant amount of trouble in my personal and professional life because my soul lives on my face Mm -hmm. as, as it does in my laugh. So like, if I don't like something, you are going to know before I know that, you know, if it makes any sense, like there's no, I cannot, I can't disguise it anyway. So I was a little nervous. (laughs) Because there were some moments where I was like definitely confused. Um, but I, you know, shout out to the edit. I mean, I was just so appreciative. I was honestly like, and it's my second finale. Oh my, oh my god. god, you looked it's very like, supportive like, most of the time. So there's good, that. okay, good. Because that's what, and it's like one of those things when you see Housewives in the wild versus mm-hmm. filming, it's just such a different experience. And my favorite part of it was so they were like filming us when we walked in and throughout. And at one point, a producer went up to me and was like, Guys, can you do me a big favor? We didn't get like the big shot of you guys entering. Do you mind like doing an entrance, an entrance again? And I looked at them and I said, It would be. I would be honored. It would be the greatest oh my God. moment 
of my life to redo an entrance. So I threw on my coat. We like ran to the entrance. We redid it. I was like, oh my God, look at this. <laughs> if you saw like my full because I'm a nut job. And then we sat down and I realized I'd forgotten to take my bag with me. Mm-hmm. So had they shown the whole thing, you would have seen me just walk directly over to where my purse was and sit down in that seat. I mean, the other random part of this that you guys will understand is, you know, a week or so before I before filming, I had been in San Miguel de Allende with a friend of mine having a great, lovely time. And while there, I had some experiences with Dr. Deb. Oh, no. Which started off wonderful mm-hmm. and maybe didn't go great for me and several people, residents of San Miguel. I heard about this. I remember. I remember. She like stole. Yes. She allegedly stole from a she shop. She allegedly right? stole. She was not the loveliest to, which I, I don't even think she was aware of when it came to right. like how she was interacting with people that she probably associated with the idea of like staff, like mm-hmm. maybe not Ramona levels, but circling that area. So I talked about that on Andy's Girls. It went a little bit wild. And then at the filming at Luann's, I started to get DMs from Dr. Deb. Oh, my God. So I was, like, at this filming reading these DMs, which were very intense. And then she went on Instagram, I think, the next day and said I was murdering her soul. And then I unfortunately wow. had to block her because of some very, very inappropriate follow-ups that she sent that she knows and I know exactly what she said. And that's all. I'm, I'm not going to put her fully on blast because I do not care at all about her mm-hmm. and care entirely about my own whatever. And um, all this to say, it was just a wild night because I had like Orange County in my phone and Lou and Sonia in my face. Mm-hmm. And also Leah. We didn't know who the fuck. She walked in. I recognized her. I didn't know anything about her. And she and she sat down and was like lovely to us. Sonia was talking to us after Lou performed. Like but everyone couldn't have been lovelier. But it's just so interesting watching it now because like I had no idea who she was or what she would bring. And it was And she opened up a whole new Rony world in a way. Oh my God. I mean, listen, it's in print. I said it's in front of the show, Kevin Fallon and the Daily Beast several months ago. Mm-hmm. She is going to be the spiritual center apple. She is now. She's the people's people center apple, and she's the greatest and possibly only gift of this season. I know. I wonder how they'll build around her. Like, do you think the sister will ever join or that other person who went with them? So I thought, sidebar, I don't think I remember. I thought for some reason that Elise was there at the thing, but I don't think she was. Um, I think I got that other brunette woman there, but someone said that that brunette woman was someone, but I have no idea who she was. I don't know what will happen with this sister. Mm -hmm. I know that people are talking about it. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. And I don't mean that in a critical way. I I just mean, I don't know enough about her sister to know if this is a good fit. Mm -hmm. Obviously we've seen relationships with siblings on New Jersey on, you know, Beverly Hills. Um, I don't know if that will happen. I think her sister will certainly be a part of the show in some way. It might be in these little like cameos yeah. that she's in. I don't know if they'll upgrade her. I don't see her as being full time, but I don't even know what's happening with the cast. I mean, do you want, is it Lily? I think it's like Sarah Lily McSweeney. It's like Sarah Lily, Lily McSweeney. She's she been like Lily. fighting in the comments with like housewives, which is an interesting look for a sibling. 
Um, I like the sibling relationships on Housewives, mm-hmm. but I just like don't necessarily think they're great for the siblings themselves. I mean, let's look at what what's happening in New Jersey, though. That's mm-hmm. like stuff outside Housewives as well. But mm-hmm. I mean, I would support it because she seems like a real weirdo. But and we haven't had a weirdo <laughs> since like Alex McCord. But mm. who knows? I mean, I love a little kooky energy, and I like if that is um, a bit different from the energy that Leah's bringing. Mm-hmm. You don't want two people that feel the same way, because, like, what's the point of that? And I don't know if there's any real friction in their relationship, and so I don't know. It, it would be, I think, potentially interesting to unpack. I'm not, like, dying for it. I also think, you know, that comment that you referenced, so Sonia put up, I thought a very funny post slash Sonia social media person mm-hmm. put up a very funny post on her main on IG this week. That was something along the lines of like, this is what I'm doing. And then swipe through to see this is like my version of a fun day. Swipe through to see other people's or whatever. I forget what the line was. And it was like Sonia vacuuming and then a shot of a picture that Tinsley and or Leah had posted of them on a private jet. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really funny. It was tongue in cheek, like pick your fights you know it's it wasn't a big thing and then leah's sister commented and said like how dare you make fun of her or something and it was just like come on over this right exactly and sonia sonia's done some dumb shit but i don't think this is among it Mm -hmm. it was actually i thought kind of cute but most of yesterday's episode was not what do you think about what went down and about this season of New York so far? So I have really mixed thoughts about this season because this Mm -hmm. season has been a mess, but also like we've had instantly iconic moments in this season. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. someone pointed out to me that like, they think that we actually might look back on this season, like fondly, Mm -hmm. But mm-hmm. in the moment, it's happened before in New York. I mean, season five and four. Six. Yeah, well, I would say yep. four, which yep, is my four, least favorite. Yep. But yeah, okay. Um, we might look back on this fondly and like remember the good moments because mm-hmm. we did get Leah. Um, mm-hmm. and just like I don't know, Lou's having a really good season, but the Dur- She's having a great season. Yeah, the Dorinda of it all. It's just like, why does she keep on doing this to herself? And it's like. We it's like Tyra Banks. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for mm-hmm. you. That's exactly how I think <laughs> people in the fan in the fandom think about Dorinda. Like we love her. When the news came that she was leaving, devastating. But we're also all like, we're also like, you did this to yourself. Look at your her last scene. Her last scene as like on the actual Housewives without it being a reunion show mm. is just mortifying. It's mortifying and it was confusing to me because they did this like, I'm super cool. I'm going to pretend I understand what this even means as I say it out loud. But I was watching the finale and I was like, oh, they're doing like that Marvel comics movie thing where (laughs) you have the credits and then something else happens, which P.S. as somebody who doesn't necessarily watch Marvel movies, the first time I watched Black Panther I watched it and I was like, oh, this is great. And then my roommate was like, oh, what did you think of blah, blah, blah. And she said something. I'm like, I don't remember that happening. And she said, did you watch the credits? Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
no, I stopped at the end of the movie. Right. I had to go back and watch this like whole huge part. So the fact that they did the little vignettes at the end, P.S. Lou's writing a book, which we know because we've seen in the show, Dorinda's, Dorinda's writing, writing a book. book. Okay, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully it's not priced the same way her sweatshirts are online. I wonder if it will do um, better or worse than Kristen Duty's book, which came out like as that whole scandal was breaking. Which came out and was immediately archived from existence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. I'd love for Lou and Dorinda to come out around the same time and let's see which one is like the donkey booty of it all. Mm -hmm. um, which is the, the donkey, which is the stallion. Um, but the credit, like they did a little, you know, so-and-so is doing whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes to this like mega battle that started because yet again, Dorinda is not listening and she's looking for a reason to express anger and rage. Mm -hmm. It could have happened wherever. Had she let Leah say more than three words, what Leah would have said was something along the lines of Tinsley introduced me to the group or whatever. And since she left, I'm so appreciative for having gotten to know you better. Right. And Dorinda just started popping off at one point you watch her even they didn't they didn't use this camera shot she's yelling into the camera lens mm -hmm. like she didn't break the fourth wall she burned it down to the ground for what because she's actually obsessed with tinsley like if i was tinsley I would watch that and be terrified. How did, was that shown in the video before, you know, the cuts they get before they shoot the reunion? I would assume yes. How would Tinsley feel watching that and then going into the same space as this woman? 1,000%. Mm -hmm. I just am like so grateful that 2020 has brought us a lot of things, but it is, mm. it is officially the year where the, fourth wall is gone and nobody's safe mm. like the behavior mm -hmm. that they could get away with beforehand they can no longer do because we've seen it in every city that's aired in 2020 that the fourth wall is no longer there these women are behaving badly towards producers mm -hmm. and now mm -hmm. we're gonna see it all and there's a lot that's been talked about online there's it's interesting to watch whatever Dorinda and her team are leaking versus what Bravo mm -hmm. or people close to production are leaking versus like with the it's a timeout. She'll be back, which P.S. is something that Nick Rizzo and I talked about on last week's Andy's Girls versus updated page. It's all on page six. Um, it's <laughs> it going down in the DMs on page six. Mm -hmm. And then there's like an update that's like she's definitely not back. That's an excuse that's being made, but she's definitely gone forever versus the reason that she's gone is because of what she said about the turkey baster and um, Tinsley trying to get pregnant, which mm -hmm. is P.S. one of the nastiest, cruelest things. Right. I think she has said, and that is a that's in the top ten of an extremely long list. Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, it's not a great way to leave a show, and there is literally nobody for Dorinda to blame but herself. There's zero Literally nobody and there's zero self-awareness there like none at all. I mean, obviously, because she keeps on behaving like this. You would think that like after what happened in Puerto Rico a few seasons ago with Bethany and her mm. and Bethany's like oh relief team with Haiti. If yeah. any of us, if any like normal person Haiti. pulled off, like had a bad night and like behaved like that, it, I think we would all reevaluate ourselves in our lives. But she's only gotten worse since. 
And she doesn't have the benefit. Why was this coming out? I was having this conversation with somebody. Oh, I was talking to somebody um, about, I think, Carl with Summerhouse, where you may have a lifestyle where you get blackout and do things. Mm -hmm. And with Dorinda, that might be related to getting blackout drunk and angry or just getting filled with rage that maybe isn't even influenced by liquor. But you may have had a lifestyle where you get blackout drunk and you give yourself the benefit of the doubt because you don't remember your behavior. Mm -hmm. You lose that benefit the second you sign up for a show like Summer House or Housewives or anything else on Bravo TV because they're going to use that footage. So then you have to decide for yourself, am I denying the reality of an uh, of the existence of what is now like public record that we're watching every Thursday at nine, mm-hmm. AKA Friday morning around 10, or am I going to own up to the smallest possible aspect of this? So I continue to have the privilege of continuing to have this job. You either get to own your behavior or completely ignore the, deny the existence of it, knowing that that denial may in fact lead to you losing that very job that should have helped you understand the ways in which you behave badly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I just like wonder where she will go from here. Um, I guess she might actually be moving back into that old condo because she's about to lose that deal with the new apartment. (laughs) Yeah. There was a thing in page six that I actually didn't believe where I believe part of it where it was like, she may lose her, um, job and what uh, not her job her, well her apartment and wherever in midtown it's like one of those random names because mm-hmm. everyone decides to rename their neighborhood in order to sell spaces there but Sutton um, Place Sutton Place thank you Sutton so much so sh- <laughs> Sutton Strack <laughs> Avenue so um so she got some sort of deal whereby hyping and recording a lot of her scenes in her apartment, she either got a heavily discounted rent, didn't have to pay rent, or didn't have to pay rent, plus got a kickback, which mm-hmm. I find the least believable of those three. I 100% could see her getting a discount for, you know, using the space and good for her. But I don't know what that means when you're no longer on the show. I also think, I mean, what's the future here? You know, like before Leanne was fired slash quit in order to pursue charity endeavors, she had the idea of that dress that Andy was like, this is one of the best ideas I've ever seen a housewife do. And it went nowhere Mm -hmm. because she couldn't get production together, I assume. And also she did not leave in good terms with the audience. And with Dorinda, it's like, you want to do this cardio thing. And while I do want you to pursue a career that has to do with like burning off bad energy, I don't know how you monetize an exit like that. It's it went from, as you said, a day of public sustained public grief Mm -hmm. when Dorinda's exit was announced. Plus the added news that like she might be the only one cut, which is wild if correct, or at least, you know, cut entirely and not demoted. And then it went to seeing that finale and it's like, yeah, I think they made the right call. If she doubles down on that behavior on the reunion, and I have no reason to think she's going to be um, real and honest about what it means to have that much anger about one person Mm -hmm. trigger you in that way against other people 
yeah, you do need to go. And I don't know. I, I, I thought this was going to be a one or two season timeout. I thought Dorinda needs to take care of herself. I actually don't know after watching that finale if she's going to be back in the near future. I really don't know. And it doesn't seem like she's tr- even trying because, like, I feel like online she's, like, picking fights and, like, she's just, mm-hmm. like, living in her little Berkshire's life with Hannah and that weird guy and, like... Oh, yeah, who was in the finale? Who is that? I don't know. I think his name is, like, Greg. They just, like, sit there and, like, they drink wine and, like, make mm-hmm. roasts. And, like, that's going to be her life for a little bit. And I don't think she's going to actually, like, look inside herself to see, like, why she was fired from this show. What is inside of herself? <laughs> I don't like, know. Like, what, what would we see if we opened up, like, Dorinda's <clears throat> tum? Like, like a red balloon it... floats out? <laughs> I extraneous <know>, <laughs> coins. Double-sided, two-faced. Um, what would it... Is, it's hard because I want to say, like, is it this or this? But obviously realistically it's probably a combination of a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. i think to myself was this the same dorinda like was dorinda this way when she was married to richard or did this only happen after he passed when she was grappling with his death or was she always sort of like this and it was just super exacerbated with his death her journey trying to figure out what her next chapter would be and then the joy that comes with fame and celebrity mm-hmm. and adoration and some cash. Right. I mean, the narrative was that like with Richard, she was like the perfect wife, like motherly. They were like high society, like would go Super to progressive. Yeah. 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 All Cocktail these charities parties. and like that kind yeah. of stuff. But I mean, we don't know what happened when they like went home after a few cocktails, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I would love to know what she was like, Prior to all of this, I mean, we saw her in that ba- in the background of Jill's niece's anti bullying event, anti bullying, not, not bullying, anti bullying, <laughs> promoting the, the, the pro bullying like, event. That would make sense for why Dorinda <laughs> was in attendance. Um, but we saw her in the background, so she's been a part in some way of you know these circles of friendship for a while. I'm curious how people who have known her maybe even people who've been on the show themselves would really look at how Dorinda has changed and not changed I just am left with god like it was a lot I know that people were like oh my god this was amazing I felt a little like under duress it was a lot of negative um uh unsubstantiated Mm -hmm. rage that was unnecessary and like Lou as always tries to like lighten the mood while also adding like a little passive aggressive zinger about Mm -hmm. the like hand stuff and Dorinda just has truly no sense of humor when she thinks that she's under attack or about to be attacked yeah and the way that Dorinda just tried to maul her was just like I'm good. Like like Luann's handling of it after with the this is what happens when you don't check yourself and this is what, you know, things can lead to, I thought was entirely correct yeah. and accurate. Yeah. One thing I noticed that I thought was disgusting is that like Tell me everything. after Dorinda yelled at everyone, she walked away, then seemingly picked up a random drink from a random oh, table. 
that like stressed me out. Did she drink it? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it had like, like four limes, carcasses in, no ice, just like disgusting. Had you ever heard carcasses in until Beverly Hills? No, I'm obsessed with it though. What carcasses in means you leave the body of the lime? Well, yeah, because Dorit said carcasses out. Okay, so she just wanted the squeeze, but not the flesh. Mm-hmm. I kind of like carcasses in for myself, but... I like carcasses in, mm-hmm. and I'm going to start... It sounds wild to say it out loud. I don't think I've ever said it out loud before, but I'm into it. And so just getting your thoughts on New York's future, mm-hmm. what's your ideal? I mean, if we're keeping most of these women, I say stack mm-hmm. the cast and let's see what works out. Because, like... My favorite, one of my favorite seasons was seven. And how many housewives did we have that year? Like we had like eight housewives. Yeah. Yeah. So stack the cast and like then see what works out. It's so wild to me that Dorinda's out and that we're just understanding that Ramona is still going to be there. That is wild. I know. And like, sorry, the Hamptons house is not as iconic or fun as the Berkshires. So... Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember getting into a thing with OG of the AG, Damian Bellino, about the Hamptons and somebody else, too. I forget who it was about, like, the idea that this was maybe not as enjoyable as, you know, I had a lot of fun watching those episodes this season. And Mm -hmm. I heard from people who were like, this wasn't fun. It was just women being drunk and messy. And that can't be all New York can bring Mm -hmm. otherwise we just this isn't this isn't a layered nuanced season in the way that we expect and sort of demand from New York and while I still loved that two episode arc or whatever it was you know there were people who saw the way that this season was going before I did and you have to kind of respect that you know I totally I hoped it wouldn't go that way I still I you know I ha- felt a lot of glee when I watched those episodes I just thought it was like there was so much energy mm-hmm. I loved the energy and it didn't feel to me only about drunken Michigas but as the season has gone on I have to say you know, people maybe saw this coming before I did, or I was really struggling with the idea that maybe that episode wasn't as a plus plus as I thought. I mean, I, I think I need to rewatch it. I I think like for I me, for me, it depends who's doing the drunken mm. like yes. stuff. Because like back then, absolutely, like Leah and Sonia for me was low stakes because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. they're not people who are going to hold a grudge forever and like ruin ruin the night like they were they were arguing but they were also like having some level of fun to the point where I even thought like Leah was like putting on a little bit for like an acting bit for a little bit Mm -hmm. of it but like when Dorinda gets to that level it's Mm. just like not fun for anyone and somebody's gonna end up like hurt and crying it really feels like the end of an era. And I just have to say that maybe that's good. You know, I, I really think for Dorinda's own whatever, you know, it's on her. It's always been on her. And now it's abundantly clear when you remove all of this, mm-hmm. the, she will still be famous in within the um, 
housewives empire, but there is something to be saved for 99% of the housewives who leave versus being a current housewife, the cachet that that brings, the currency that that brings inside um, the Bravo world. And with some of this stuff taken away, her check taken away, you know, the day-to-day knowledge of what the ability to negotiate contracts, like what she allegedly did Mm -hmm. in Strack Boulevard. I just think you are either now going to have a true come to Jesus slash Andy Cohen moment where you are saying, okay, maybe I need to look at this or you are fully closing that door putting it in the vault, putting it inside the fish room Mm -hmm. and just continuing to live this very, and I don't mean this as negative as it's going to sound, but like superficial life where you are not able to confront yourself in the way that you actually like as a person deserve. Right. I wonder if she'll end up doing like the we TV circuit. Like, Oh my god, that would be such a downer. The celebrity honestly. therapy, whatever it's called, thing. I mean, she could do marriage therapy with a balloon. Like, what? What? <laughs> who is she? Like, it's usually done in pairs. Like, even fucking Aviva and Reed did some bullshit. Like, we need to work on ourselves because they didn't. She just needed to be, stay famous, and he had agreed for them to leave their gorgeous apartment to buy a fucking random ass townhouse so she could continue to film. So they decided to like go as low as possible. Phaedra created some random ass relationship in order to be, I think on the same or a marriage, whatever the fuck vacay boot camp situation, therapy, whatever. She could do the one that Kim Richards did with her daughter, like the mother and daughter one. Wow. I just remember I I watched the first episode of that and Heidi Montag showed up wasted. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh my god, with her mom, who was like kind of weird, right? Or no, her mom was normal. I don't know. Wasn't her mom normal? I think they and were they all. They lived in Butte or Butt, Colorado. I just remember B U T T E from my childhood when that show was um, on air. Wow, that's a deep that was... cut. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, this is the show for deep cuts. Yeah. Of all kinds. I will um, say at least Dorinda is has the name Dorinda. I feel like that's more iconic than like most of these women who. Great name. Leave. Yeah. Great name. Dorinda Medley. Dorinda made a name Medley into it mm-hmm. of the Richard Medleys. <laughs> I hope, you know, I wish her the best in her journey or just ongoing stroll. Mm-hmm. I guess balls in her court, you know, it's it's on her. I am nervous for what however she's going to behave on the reunion. I know. I am I'm scared for her. I just don't want her entire legacy to burn up but i also think you know unfortunately sometimes you're only as good as your last impression and if this is her last impression apple you know this was her choice yep. These are this is all at the end of the day you know editing is one thing but they're going to edit what you give them and this is her choice this is how she wants herself to be seen and thought of and obviously she didn't know going into the reunion that it was going to be maybe her last or at least her last for a while. Mm -hmm. And that's life. And she's going to show us what she shows us and God help us. You know, honestly, we're in for a couple weeks of something. Yeah. I mean, she made her bed and now she has to take her 4 PM nap in it every day. (laughs) Oh my God. I took a nap the other day accidentally. Mm -hmm. 
and it was the worst experience of my entire life. It's, it's awful. It always it's seems awful. like a good idea, but then you wake up from it and you're like, where am I? What's happening? What have I done? And it was like a 6 or 7 p.m. nap, and it was a solid three hours, which I guess Ooh. isn't really napping. It's just going to sleep early and then waking up to realize you're fucked. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, I was done. Mm-hmm. It was the whole day. The whole next day it was canceled, which, as you know, is a huge huge challenge when you're stuck inside and every day is the same <laughs> to lose god forbid a day oh right now is a terror um you know what i need to talk to you about what's that one of the most enjoyable episodes that i have seen this season and i know you're gonna think i'm gonna say potomac because potomac does deserve to be celebrated mm-hmm. and we'll get to it right i swear to god i know I, i've said that every week for the last several weeks but i swear to god we will get to potomac in some fashion this week but we need to talk about beverly hills wow the production value of this episode was incredible like was it as good as in person because was it maybe even better <laughs> because I just... we got to, it was wild i couldn't believe it it was gorgeous those editors over at evolution like Mm -hmm. i mean we should have known it's the vanderbump rules reunion was really well done too and they only had time to get better yeah and that was with like 30 cast members Mm -hmm. and this was just i mean to look at the growth from atlanta to pump to whatever happened on shaw's that i've been told i watch but do not in any way remember something below deck whatever (laughs) summer house andy like zoomed in and half listened which was fine to beverly hills which was shot in such a beautiful it looked rich Mm -hmm. it looked real it didn't look like okay this was a reunion done during corona I may or may not rewatch it, but I'm appreciative for it. Like now that is that part one, which I have seen three times was awesome. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought it looked great. I thought the content was great. I was heavily annoyed, which is a good thing. You don't want to watch these shows and just be like, well, that was amazing. Okay. Bye. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought that there was a lot to unpack the last 14 or 15 minutes I could watch maybe not over and over and over again because I think I would actually be like too annoyed but there was a lot going on um and I just have to say kudos to everybody involved because I I don't think they could have done a better job right I really don't I thought it was amazing so who were you annoyed by well, I mean, I just can't help having seen every episode of every Housewives franchise at least twice. Couldn't help but think a little bit, well, um, Erica, Jane, Girardi, slash whatever, and um, Lisa Rinna mm-hmm. had a lot of fucking nerve to talk about how dare Denise pretend, in their words, to be defensive or putting on some sort of grand show when it came to all things family. Mm -hmm. When Erica Jane tried to murder Eileen with words on that (laughs) junk boat or whatever, because God forbid Eileen referenced her son and Lisa Rinna, Lisa, don't you dare talk about my family, come from my family, whatever against Kim Richards wherever the fuck they were. I want to say Amsterdam, but I could be completely wrong. Amsterdam, yes. It just, 
there's a lot of balls there. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of chutzpah. And one of the best things about Beverly Hills is probably how purely and constantly hypocritical these women's like behaviors are when um, judged against what they do and say like w w the evidence against how they are saying that they are better than this person right. the evidence against how they would never do the things that Denise did when PS they have done far far worse it's sort of astounding I thought Erica was deeply unreasonably angry against Denise and I do believe that Erica believes her own bullshit but I also feel like this is a woman who's just been like tap dancing around showing anything of her personal life aside from like a Tom Girardi cameo infomercial Once a season. Yeah. So like you got a <clears throat> lot of once again, chutzpah to talk about how this woman isn't being real and how she's like <laughs> calling you out. Like you should be so lucky right. for someone to reference you in a way that appears in any way dramatic. My question is like, what are we, what are we doing with Erica now? Like, why does she even want to be here? No, she doesn't. She doesn't want to be here. She doesn't want to be with these women unless she can nod and give eyes and sip some champs with a straw. Which, P.S. I I firmly recommend, mm -hmm. and it's maybe the best thing she's ever said is when she drinks champagne. Um, no, she doesn't want to be here anymore. And like, let her go. And the thing is, like, she used to at least like bring the looks humor. and like mm -hmm. humor and i feel like a new supreme has risen in the form of dorit kemsley Ooh, like dorit is giving us everything that erica was giving us when erica first joined and i feel like dorit's doing it better i mean was erica ever that great or was it just because <sighs> she was supported by yolanda so it made her seem better than maybe she was I, was she really that great she might have been that great i think she just was like a fun like she was like fun to look at she elevated the game in like the fashion department and she had mm -hmm. a. I mean she has some good songs i will say those songs are good and i think that she should celebrate them mm -hmm. and dance to them and go on tour through zoom or facetime <laughs> or skype or whatever and maybe not do this show anymore. I think she's already a friend of. So the idea of demoting her is like slightly hilarious. I think she'll be friend of next season or better yet, let her go. And she can do a cameo like Adrian or whomever else. She doesn't mm -hmm. want to be here anymore. And when she is here, I just thought it was like, I just thought it was hypocrite. I just was like, why are you this angry at Denise? Like none of this makes any sense. Right. It, it just doesn't against Denise who is so ineffective of defending herself mm -hmm. it's well it's also like it's we all know that Denise is lying yet we're yes, all still 100%. on her side weirdly yep. I mean it's it says so much about the other woman it says more about the other women than it does about Denise I'm on team Denise because I'm horrified at what team everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. If they had built any kind of argument about anything or one of them seemed in any way reasonable, I would potentially be less triggered when I see them act poorly. But that's all I'm left with. Like in my head, I'm doing 
as I think most people are, a better job in the moment of defending Denise than Denise is. Right. It didn't help that she maybe pulled a Gumbelson and prepared herself in some way to, like, keep the energy smooth, mm-hmm. shall we say, sort of like during Cancergate. Or maybe that's just her personality because she is not great in the moment. Um but it doesn't really matter because I am still super on her side and 100% acknowledge that there are, I'm sure, many examples of her lying. It doesn't it doesn't actually matter. Rinna's whole thing of it's not the crime, it's the cover-up. Sweetie, it's like the days to come. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we're all focusing on. We're not focusing on what you're selling a cover-up to be. We're focusing on, like, crimes that you yourselves are committing in every episode that we've seen and, like, the episodes to come. Mm-hmm. It's... I'm just tired of doing this every se- this exact same thing every season where it's, like, there's... How so? It's just, like, there's one thing and, like, most of the women team up against one woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank God we have Garcelle and Dorit this season mm-hmm. and Sutton to like not let it be a mm-hmm. total pile on. Yeah. But I'm just like sick of like this like Teddy, Kyle, uh, Erica, Rinna mm-hmm. alliance where they're like so ride or die. Yet they're not all friends. They don't really like each other. Maybe Teddy and Kyle like each other, but that's about it. They protect each other. Right. They are so in love with protecting each other's secrets. Harry Hamlin, was that the first time we saw him in uh, this season when he's like fucking posing in the back during that tech rehearsal that I goddamn loved? I loved the tech rehearsal. Oh my God. Obsessed. I fucking loved the tech rehearsal. Mauricio, what's going on <clears throat> with like Kyle, Mauricio and Kyle's life? Mm-hmm. Um, Erica Jane, we see absolutely nothing but sparkle and those sparkles have absolutely become pretty dull. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I, I don't know what we're I don't know what we're <laughs> left with. Like, <clears throat> these are the women that are going to say Denise isn't being forthcoming about her lives. Like on that alone, the headline alone, I question. Right. So, like, we can't even get to the content itself because it's already not valid mm-hmm. or at least not complete. Like. On Beverly Hills, you guys are going to talk about the fact that Denise isn't forthcoming with her private life. And the only private thing that we've seen for you guys is like your dressing room closets. Mm -hmm. Like that's not that's not giving me anything. And I feel like Kyle has spent this season going to the school of LVP and doing whatever she can to strategize behind the scenes and bring drama and then call out that drama during filming or on the reunion as, wow, disingenuous. And um, I would never, you know, bring something to the table to hurt someone. And, you know, we have to be real and have to be honest. And, oh, I feel bad for Denise in this way. I feel bad for um, Garcelle in that way. Sweetie, what do you feel bad for? You feel bad for the reaction that people are having to behaviors and situations that you're talking about publicly. Mm -hmm. You yourself are orchestrating with three other people ways in which to bury people who you don't yourself <clears throat> like and don't have some sort of friendship contract oral agreement a la 53 slash 54 cent and you are working to bury them and then you are making sure that 
if you're not being seen as a victim, you're certainly be seen as someone with empathy when you're talking about this stuff. Oh, Garcelle, I can totally appreciate how this must feel when you feel like you're under attack and how it's not fair. Why does Garcelle feel like she's under attack? Because of information that Kyle had that she brought to the reunion specifically to shame her. Mm-hmm. Like, same with Denise. Like, are we not all watching the same show here? And I love Kyle. The charity the, the charity thing I thought was, like, kind of dirty. Because, like, if you have this information, that's the kind of information that you just, like, reach out privately. And I'm sure that the charity had reached out to Garcelle in some way. But, like, it, it, she clearly seemed off guard. And I thought it was, like, a, just a dirty thing to bring up to make her look awful in front of people. And I think people people turned on Kyle because of that behavior i mean i've always been in the i've been in the side where i think kyle has been the problem for years i mean lvp Mm -hmm. and kyle but kyle's Mm -hmm. been the problem for years and i would like Mm -hmm. to have her leave you would yeah i just think she's held everything so close to the chest since seasons one and two especially one when her personal Mm -hmm. life blew up Mm -hmm. with her sister i think Mm -hmm. she's been a lot more calculated and held things really close to the chest because she didn't like how it felt to have her mm-hmm. personal family drama out there because of her own behavior because, because of, her, of own... her her responsibility responsibility being the one to make the reveal exactly so i that's a really good point i just like i don't like the energy she is bringing to the show anymore and i would like to mix it up and have them be a little more open and honest i just feel like she's acting all the time I don't disagree with you in the ways in which Kyle has become potentially more calculated. I do have to say I love her on the show. I'd like for her to stay, but we need a strong alpha here. And there is nobody, nobody currently in the cast that is worthy of holding a center diamond. Mm -hmm. And I love what Dorit has done this season, but it doesn't mean that she is really like the backbone of the future of the franchise. And I have said for 750 years that having someone like Leah Black in the mix would be great because I need someone who can evoke fear in personalities like Lisa Rinna, Mm -hmm. where without breaking a sweat, Leah Black, who also brings with her a lot of money and potentially cachet, would eat devour these women alive Mm -hmm. devour them alive i think that's needed but i don't personally although i know a lot of people agree with you i don't personally want the removal of kyle but i have to say regarding the garcelle stuff so i know you know this but i'm a event producer rest in peace Mm -hmm. patreon.com slash andy's girls remember events holler and um they were fun and um like the one you guys saw me in this week. (laughs) And um, so a a large part of that is project managing. And I've done a lot of celebrity or events featuring celebrities and large scale galas that I um, produce. And a lot of that work is project management. And a huge aspect of that job is typically project managing the fundraising side of it. And I had a long conversation because I am a sociopath with a colleague about what happened on this most recent episode, mm-hmm. someone that works in, in the space, because it was bewildering to me the way that Kyle was once again 
using an example of gossip or something secondhand to say, this is how I'm painting the picture of your entire character. Right. This way that someone else said it. And I said to this person, like, this is so weird to me. I'm trying to unpack the operations around Garcelle potentially not paying for this auction item. And how does that work with the fiscal year for a nonprofit? Like when this party was filmed probably in the fall, winter, around Christmas time, mm -hmm. end of the fiscal year is likely for them. June 30th, this happened. You know, so like how does that affect the reporting for the nonprofit? And I'm trying to like go through all of these steps to understand the ways in which one could push back on Kyle, but also just try to get their, her perspective. And, you know, the person I was talking to just responded and, and said, you know, my first thought is how dare the charity tell Kyle about this confidential information mm -hmm. that she should never have been aware of. And my guess is with a lot of celebrities, when they host events, they may or may not pick up the bill. So like, and I'm sure you know this from the world and everything else. So like a celebrity will say, you know, I'm, I'm hosting this um, charity cocktail party at my home mm -hmm. and you guys are invited and it's being coded like the cocktail party for the celebrity. It doesn't necessarily mean the celebrity is paying the bills for catering right. and staffing, but they are donating their name, their mm -hmm. space. There's a, a, a priceless donation being made by that celebrity and their graciousness of hosting with Kyle. My guess is that she probably was picking up the bill. She is known as being a hostess. She throws these grand events for her. It is priceless to be seen as someone who throws events like this entirely for charity because mm -hmm. Mauricio was sick as a child. They have this special, wonderful relationship with children's hospital, Los Angeles, which I think is incredible and great. No one should have ever ever revealed confidential information right. about Garcelle's donation history to Kyle. She, if she is able to access that information, she has way too much power mm -hmm. within development or fundraising for that organization. And as you know, the person I was talking to said, if I was that charity, I would be heavily embarrassed mm -hmm. about how this played off on the show because pledges happen Sometimes payment, you have to go a couple rounds to secure it. Mm -hmm. My guess is Garcelle didn't actually go on that trip. This happens fairly frequently where at the, which is why I hate any events that do auctions like this because there's so much follow-up. Yeah. Sometimes people change their minds. They have the right to. You then offer the prize to someone else. You've either tracked who else was bidding or you go to another donor and say, this is available. It's not actually a huge deal in the fundraising world. And for a $5,000 donation, which is a lot of money for me, mm -hmm. but not a lot in this world for <clears throat> a donor to give, totally. especially when they're receiving goods and services, it just makes what Kyle said all the more suspicious. Right. Like, is Kyle Richards logging into Razor's Edge and looking up Garcelle's <laughs> name? Like, I'm in Razor's Edge way <laughs> too fucking much. Exactly right. Shout out to anybody that knows Razor's Edge. Um, I'm praying for all of you guys <laughs> as I pray for myself. It is a nightmare. But yeah, is Kyle logging in and has the donation been coded right. from Edge to Cash? And was that person acknowledged? I mean, 
it sucks. I myself have done direct fundraising. I've produced benefits on and off Broadway under, you know, uh, within the world of musical theater. I've literally executive produced a Broadway contract. It is very, very tough fucking stuff. Mm -hmm. And when friends of yours pledge money, it can absolutely ruin relationships when you're like, hey, P.S., where's that check? But the reason that I knew that information was because I was directly responsible for assisting with fundraising. Right. Like if I had just been staffed to come in to do whatever or if I was a chair of a committee or whatever, I don't know that it would have been appropriate for me to receive that information. Mm -hmm. And for Kyle to use it and then minutes later, Garcelle to talk about the idea of women maybe being uncomfortable, white women in this cast potentially being uncomfortable with calling out Garcelle for whatever because they're afraid of, in Angie's words, black Twitter coming after them, for Kyle to jump in and be like, I would never be afraid of that. I mean... Yeah, and if you're not, cool. We're having this conversation about Garcelle being the first black Beverly Hills housewife, and you just said on national television that she doesn't pay her bills, and that's an example of her not being real? Right. What? It's BS. Um, yeah, I. that's why I don't like Kyle. But <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was also... The money of it is interesting to me. Kyle makes this grandiose narrative about Garcelle because of this trip to Mexico that probably isn't even that great. I'm, I'm, and by that, I mean it's probably amazing and I would love to go. Um, but she says this thing about Kyle and it's related to money. And she makes this comment about Garcelle not even being present a lot, mm -hmm. which is passive aggressive and something that should be directed to production mm -hmm. because if Garcelle was able to negotiate a sweet little contract for herself that gives her some nice a nice check and also says she doesn't have to show up for events x y and z mm -hmm. that's not Garcelle's fault that you should like be annoyed with production Garcelle just did a great job of negotiating but it really makes me sort of examine why these women are coming for Denise specifically like it has to be kind of similar. Kyle, I'm sure, is feeling the fact and the effect of Garcelle as the shows are airing through when the reunion was filmed and that Garcelle is America's sweetheart by the, the vast majority of America and has had a great first season. And Denise had a great first season last season and is also making a fucking sweet-ass historic check. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that it's unrelated that these two women who are who have been able to negotiate mm. contracts where they may or may not be present at the majority of the events while also potentially making a really significant amount of money based on the celebrity that they bring to these shows. They didn't need housewives to make them famous. They were already famous names prior. I don't think it's an accident that women are coming after them. Right. Also, I think like with Kyle specifically, it seems like she has an issue when she has to show up more to work than other people do. Like the thing with Dorit coming late to Teddy's weird mm. thing. And, oh my God, such a good point. Yeah, in the OC, like Kyle was so mad that Dorit took a couple photos before leaving her house. Like so mm. mad. So I think there's definitely a thing there where it's like Kyle's showing up to everything and she's getting mad at these people who don't have to and then are also becoming more beloved than her. Sorry. I mean... You know, and I would say that shows Kyle's value. Like, it's it's so interesting to me when you go from someone 
who a lot of people enjoyed. When it was Kyle versus Camille, the world was uniformly, overwhelmingly, mm-hmm. not solely, obviously. We all have our different opinions, however wrong. But the world was overwhelmingly on Team Kyle versus Camille, and the tides have changed a little bit. You know, Lisa Vanderpump did a great PR campaign, and a lot of people on her side continue to hold on to a lot of negative <clears throat> energy against Kyle because they think of their queen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Uh, it leads to stuff like this. Yeah, I remember when Camille was the world's most hated housewife. There was that iconic magazine uh, cover. Us Magazine, right? I think or it something. was like In Touch. In Touch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's exactly right. And I do believe that there are still some like diehard team LVPs who are against Kyle in a lot of ways. I mean, if you ever look at like anything she tweets, you can always find one or two. Um, what about um, Sutton? I feel like she's had a rise where like at the beginning of the season, people are like, who is this dingbat? And now people <laughs> seem to like really, really enjoy her. I fucking die. Mm-hmm. Sutton. Sutton Strack Boulevard <clears throat> is a place I will gladly live. And if we're going to talk about who's not deserving of a full-time diamond, mm-hmm. give Sutton the diamond she's already holding in our hearts and minds. Yeah. I, like, she's great. And I think, like, with the thing about they always have to show their kids and all of that, I think, you know what? She Her best friend is Jennifer Tilly. Let's get some scenes with her and Jennifer Tilly, like, hanging out at her store or doing whatever they do. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's like it, Jennifer Tilly energy is so interesting. It's she is bizarre. She is always in Sutton's Instagram comments. Mm-hmm. Always. She's obsessed with Sutton. So I like want to, I, I want to know what their friendship is like. And Jennifer Tilly with that whole, like, isn't she like a super famous, successful gambler now too? She's, she's like, like a huge poker player. Yeah, She's a poker player. I mean, she's very successful at it. Yeah, very good. She at was it. the bride of Chucky. Hello. She also, she's not all great. She did give Sutton, she let Sutton borrow that barrette that was in her part, <laughs> which is like, sweetie, but, I think someone thought of Center Diamond and decided to start with her hair. But that's and, what like, we like about Sutton is like her yeah, bizarre it's, it's choices. That always age her. When she said Pamela Roland, I was like, I knew I hated it. Mm-hmm. And this is why. Because you went into the like ramona closet Mm -hmm. of a certain kind of woman and sutton when you see her on ig like when she's just like out and doing whatever dropping off her kid at college or whatever she's so pretty and when she sometimes does her glam she ages herself in a way that she doesn't need to i mean maybe that's just that's her choice and if she feels beautiful in that god bless Mm -hmm. i just would love to see this Sutton on Beverly Hills that sometimes we see in her social. Yeah. I'd love to see it, but I think she's great. I also think this bullshit of you, sh- you can't show your kids. Well, Brandy had a thriving career on Beverly Hills and we never once saw a child. Sonia Bethany came back without Bryn. Sonia's husband wouldn't, we would have lost Sonia Tremont Morgan mm-hmm. because her husband wouldn't allow it. There are countless housewives who for varying reasons, most, most of which are fucking great for those kids. If not all of them, can't show their children's on children on TV, but Sutton gave us far more than based on like the actual plot than several of the women currently in the cast. And P.S. Erica Jane never showed her kid, even though he's like an adult, so I guess it's slightly different. Mm-hmm. But he lives in her house. I know. And we never saw him. I know. So 
I don't fucking know. I mean, I have to ask you about Teddy Bear, I guess. <laughs> well, I heard a theory that like Tell me. when Sutton was demoted that oh. Teddy was promoted and she was originally supposed to be a friend of this season. I mean, like she gave us not it was wow. like go on girl give us nothing. She gave us nothing this season. She cried. Mm-hmm. Mazel. She ran out of a dinner and then tried to that fucking yeah Sutton is saying what the audience feels in relation to Teddy and I think we just need to listen to this woman and if like if Teddy you've been on this show for how many seasons and we have not seen John Cougar himself or Meg Ryan I know that they're broken up now but you missed out on the opportunity of showing us Meg Ryan she was too afraid we were going to see her shadow is the problem. <laughs> it was like Groundhog Day every day during filming. And if production decides to hire the child of a celebrity who we know has her own life and her own special gifts, and I think that's wonderful, mm-hmm. God bless, I need to see, and that person isn't delivering, you better fucking believe I need to remember why this person was cast because based on the content that's been delivered, my guess is it's probably not their personality or life. I know. I did not hear Jack and Diane once on Teddy's several seasons on this show. That sucks. How many seasons has she been on? Is this three? This is four. right? 45, 67 seasons. I don't know. It feels like a lifetime and not a good lifetime. To use Ramona's favorite word, uh, favorite number, 69. She <laughs> likes the way it looks. Um, I'm sure as, you do. As someone who's a cancer, I have to embrace that from Ramona. Because that's the oh, yeah? that's the symbol is 69 when you're a cancer. Is it? Yeah. I don't know anything about horoscopes. What I do know is I was born, I think, the day after Shannon Bedore, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, two days that after. tracks. And the same day as Vicky Gumbelson, which wow. is that tracks less, but wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's a gift. That is a birthday gift from you to me. I appreciate it. Okay. I mean, what else can we say about Beverly Hills? I mean, you said whose side are you on? Team Denise. You do believe Denise is lying because you have eyes and ears. Yeah, Team Denise, Wonderful. but I know she's lying. More I'm just like Team Denise, Team Garcelle, Team Sutton, Team Dorit. Do you think that Garcelle and Denise are going to be back next season? I go back and forth depending on what hour it is. I I see Denise right? less, but Garcelle mm-hmm. just got that full-time gig at The Real. So it's like, I really want her back, but it's going to be more difficult. Or could it be easier if she's not filming in a stu- or, or No, wait. Or could it be easier because she's going to need to be in L.A. and not traveling and coming to America, I assume, is done filming. They Mm -hmm. did it last year. You know, whatever other project she was working on, she's going to have to be stationed in L.A. proper in order to record either out of her home or in a studio. Hello. That is true. I mean, it'll be a lot more work for her because like to have a full time gig Monday to Friday and then have this other like filming thing that's a lot of work but i i that hope is, and she to does be a single it. mom yeah and a single mom i mean look kyle did it with american woman i'm sure she's going to give <laughs> nothing but support to her good friend garcelle who she thinks so much of and whose character she would never question american woman wow did you ever watch it i think i saw two seconds and died. i think i saw like 
five minutes and then I was like, I cannot do this. Love you, Alicia Silverstone, but can't. Wasn't Mina Suvari in it too? I think so, Did yeah. Did I make that up? Yeah. What's Mina Suvari up to? Let's get her on She's somebody I've never really focused on, so I like <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's good with roses. Maybe throw a diamond her way and see what happens. Mm. Um, okay, we need to talk about Potomac once again. I have fucked Potomac over. I promised I wouldn't do this. I did it a little, but we need to talk about Potomac because Brendan Davis, I need to get your thoughts. Just like it's a masterclass in Housewives. Potomac mm. is masterclass. It's masterclass. Even the ones who I like am not on their team or whatever. Each one of them is bringing something important and great down to the fucking bird. Like the bird is doing, T'Challa is doing more for this show than Teddy Joe is doing over in Beverly Hills. Yes! The teddy bear has been trounced by the fucking African gray parrot, which someone told me, what's that called when you're an endangered animal? Endangered like, technically, species. I guess, yeah, thank you so much. Um, someone told me that like it's technically you're probably not supposed to have that kind of parrot because um. it's like maybe not. But you know what? It's fine. It's in a good place. It is safe and happy. It's learning words and expressions. The subtitles that the editors are giving the bird are wild, crazy, and perfect. I feel like to work on Potomac is to experience joy. Mm -hmm. Like you can see the love and fun Mm -hmm. that production has with Potomac through things like T'Challa. Like I feel like they're given more freedom to do things that are like wacky or just straight up funny or Mm -hmm. incredibly shady on Potomac that they wouldn't get away with on other franchises. Cause I also feel like it's still true to the energy of the show. These are women who know how to have fun, who are very funny themselves, Mm -hmm. very smart and very quick. And the fact that, like production and editing is meeting them on their level Mm -hmm. is a full on chef's kiss. Yeah. Like a full on chef's kiss. And just like their ability when they aren't speaking to each other, don't like each other in the moment, they will still meet up. They will Mm -hmm. like be, they'll joke with each other. They'll drag Mm -hmm. each other to each other's faces in a way that's Mm -hmm. just like exciting and interesting and fun. I mean, Karen's confessionals going off about, Giselle's choice in clothes this week were perfect. I mean, I needed an Advil or whatever <laughs> ibuprofen to stop the potential heart attack that was going to happen when I was laughing my ass off. But then it's also like what Karen was saying because Giselle can also dish it so much. Mm-hmm. Like it's like mm-hmm. it, you don't feel bad for her or anything like that because then in the same scene she's like reacting to the bird having to like sit in the car in the. <laughs> truck with the bird on the way to the was it a lake house i feel like we're always going to lake houses on housewives and never seeing a lake is it a lake house or is it just a house in it the woods? is a lake house that the women tried to make fun of by saying oh it's in like a forest or whatever it's in the middle of nowhere bitch that house is like worth eight times wherever the fuck you are it is it, that house was nicer than houses on many many other housewives franchises and that's like the second of four i know so i know and it I has mean, that guest house it's like so nice i aspire to have a property that requires a golf cart mm-hmm. that is the only thing i want in my life the only time I played golf with my father and brother when I was younger 
was to stay on the car and try not to die. I love a golf Ooh. cart. I think it is the best. I do not drive. I do not like driving. Mm -hmm. But I think a golf cart is equal parts transportation and fun. And I love the whimsy of being rich enough that one must travel in a small, fun little vehicle to get from the main property to the guest home. Yes. Which is, in fact, not a suite, but a house area building thing mm -hmm. in and of itself i crashed a golf cart as a child <gasps> oh, and the axle dream. fell off and my dad like oh. blamed it on the people working somehow to cool. save my to protect you yeah i guess so i haven't driven one since i was um i'm a retired nanny rest in peace and i babysat for a child who um what's that what's that um uh, John Travolta movie was it Michael no or maybe it was like City of Angels God thing with Meg Ryan in a cage where at one point I think it was that one mm -hmm. where at one point someone's like closing their eyes and just like embracing life where we went on a bike ride with rented bikes and they just this child decided to close their eyes in order <laughs> to enjoy the spirit of the ride and crash the bike and like total the bike and I had oh to my God. yeah I had to spin it to the bike company to be like um it was defective I have no idea this that's a while good also nanny saying to the child thank you while also saying to the child did we learn a lesson here today mm -hmm. because it's costing someone hundreds of dollars <laughs> um and that person is not me um i mean listen it was a great episode i think it's one of potomac's best uh um which is an extremely high bar mm -hmm. i also have to say to start it off in the way that they did with gaslighting in the way that Rinna thought she was saying, but came entirely true with Michael and Ashley. Mm-hmm. Yowza. Wow. Just, mm. He, he's, and what we're getting next week with. Oh, my God. Like, the photos the of reveal. him. God, that's just, like, she's got her baby and she needs to get out. And she's talking in real time about baby number two. And it's like, sweetie, you knew all this went down. I hope that you're planning an exit strategy. Mm -hmm. But I, I truly do not think that you are. I think she is in it to win it with this terrible relationship. And I'm nervous watching the trailer for next week. That sad when her she's like cradling Dean and she's like, whatever she's saying, I hope I can get through the day or whatever she said. I forget mm -hmm. the, the, the phrase. But I was thinking to myself, God, I hope that was just an innocuous morning thing and not <clears throat> related to whatever you're about to find out about your husband. Yeah. Who maybe, like, I don't know babies. I Babies terrify me. I need you to be six plus so that I can you can communicate to me what you need mm -hmm. and I can help you with that. And I don't know how that works with, like, mom needing to be whatever. But I also think similar to, like, putting on your mask in the plane before you put it on, like make sure that you yourself are okay in mm -hmm. order to help other people that Ashley's mental health should be paramount. And three days is not seven years. And if she needs to go away to take care of herself, which should be Michael's number one focus, mm -hmm. that baby is by all appearances safe and happy and healthy and will continue to be so even if mom takes a weekend, mm -hmm. like, it felt so unbelievably emotionally manipulative. And you're saying that to a woman who is a first time mom who has expressed a <clears throat> lot of anxiety around making sure that sweet little baby Dean 
remains healthy and safe and you're telling her that if she doesn't take three days to herself it will harm your child I know. he's what <clears throat> i don't know babies again i don't but i would think that's not the way in which to communicate to your partner mm -hmm. one thousand percent and then she got then she heard it from dr wendy so mm. ashley's just being attacked from all sides though like dr wendy's point there was a mm -hmm. like there her point made sense it's just yeah. like the way she just like came in hot the moment ashley walked in the door and like went after her about it but like her point at the end of the day is like yeah we all wanted to have like a girl's trip and to your point she should have been able to have the girl's trip without the right. baby there so and I also think if Ashley wanted to bring her baby, listen, I understand Dr. Wendy being upset, but Dr. Wendy should have that conversation with Monique and mm -hmm. not Ashley. Like Monique, even Monique herself was like, I was to blame for this. Like I should have told you. And, totally. and absolutely Dr. Wendy should have um, been given the option in which to bring her kid. And it can still be a ladies weekend. And you guys both have help in supportive friends or someone who's like who works for whatever who can help take care of the kids so that you can film without mm -hmm. the baby and that you can have these moments <clears throat> and you're still with your bambino like mm -hmm. that's not on ashley and i also watched that moment and i thought to myself one i'm so glad that dr wendy is in this cast this was great casting mm -hmm. and two no wonder candace and wendy get along because both have a severe allergic reaction to being responsible for their behavior and truly holding themselves to account no wonder they defend each other they are in many ways uber similar totally one thousand percent and my hope is this is candace's last season <clears throat> and we have candace 2.0 with four degrees taking her place yeah. like i think candace is serving her purpose by the end and she's way too toxic and is toxic in all areas of her life seemingly both on and off camera mm -hmm. and i think that she i think it's she's got to go she herself has tried to put that narrative out there in saying i'm not going to return if monique is back sweetie okay good thanks thanks for saying mm -hmm. that thing that we've been saying right. all along but we have to see what goes down between them because like that's going to be a mess. Um, Candace still isn't verified on Twitter, which I think is funny because she posts a lot on Twitter. I mean, I, <laughs> I could say some stuff, but I'm not going to. <laughs> totally. But I'm thinking it. Mm. This will be a nice fill in the blank for the <laughs> listeners at home as I shrug into the Zoom camera. Amazing. Love that. I'm going to give you a little wink right there. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, um, I just uh, can, when I think of Candace, I think of Dr. Wendy mm -hmm. and I think how grateful I am. This will be the comment I say over and over again, how grateful I am for Dr. Wendy joining the cast, how I think even, and especially when I disagree with her, she was great casting mm -hmm. and I think this will be a new chapter. And I also think Monique is having such a great season. Monique, there are three housewives that I think are having tremendous seasons, Dorit, Luann, and Monique. Mm -hmm. And it's sad to me that we know what's coming with the altercation. And my hope is that doesn't entirely break what was a, a breakout season right. for Monique Samuels. Yeah, I can agree with that. Totally. I don't know. I, I mean, the women certainly are like, bye-bye. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. 
there are a couple housewives this season where I feel like production is probably doing like their level best to get these women onto the reunion couches, regardless of whether they reside in their homes. Mm -hmm. And I think getting the Monique Candace thing together is going to be rough, tough stuff. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Ugh, Brendan Davis. This was so fun. This was so fun. I love talking to you. You are one of my favorite guest co-hosts because I feel like I am obsessed with your energy and I get a little, um, you know, I, I don't know, T'Challa-ish at times. Flapping <laughs> 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 my wings and going to take flight. And so I feel like it's so nice to hear your perspective because I feel like everything that you say is so reasonable and informed that hopefully it um, helps me better communicate sometimes too. Um, can you tell the listeners all about your amazing podcast and what they can expect, <clears throat> expect the unexpected when they tune in? Yeah. So um, I co-host come through queen with uh, my good friend, Dan. Um, we talk about housewives and other Bravo stuff. Sometimes dip into like drag race if we're feeling good. Mm. Um in a way that we try to be fair and level-headed yes. about it. Um, but it's fun. It's two friends laughing and talking. It's great. I love that. And where where, and how can people <clears throat> follow you online? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at NotBrendan and then just follow the podcast at Come Through Queen. Love it. And it's Come Through T-H-R-U. Yes. Come Through Queen. Um, guys, the Orange County trailer came out and we gave it exactly the amount of time that it deserves so that's all i have to say about that mm -hmm. salt lake city may or may not have arrived um when you're listening to this episode so go over to patreon i will be doing a live recording of my reaction to it when it comes out patreon.com slash annie's girls and speaking of patreon.com slash annie's girls the second ever Angie's Girls Zoom Turtle Time Patreon Patron Kiki etc. is Sunday this Sunday September 6th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and it's an event exclusive to OG of the AG level folks on Patreon as we know from talking about that my um, full-time job is rest in peace as is potentially the entirety of my career no big deal so I really appreciate those who <laughs> wow. have joined patreon you're supporting me you're supporting the future of andy's girls and also ps um because i never give money away just for kicks uh you get something amazing with it which is exclusive bonus episodes five dollars a month you get two a month ten dollars a month you get four bonus episodes a month plus invites to special events like this zoom kiki it's not too late to get a seat at the sunday night affair just sign up or level up at patreon.com slash girls and um put your money where my cackle is y'all it's a tough time for all of us but i hope that um andy's girls has helped get you through go to my instagram at dame galley to see the wildest photo that i have posted about my experience <laughs> watching last night's app that a friend sent to me and i was immediately freaking out about um brenda davis i love you i die for you i appreciate you so much thank you this was fun can't wait to listen um and we need to do a collab on come through queen totally i feel like my cackle and yours needs to unite as much and as often as possible we'll get it in the books Phenom. Guys, love you, die for you, wear a mask, stay safe. I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. 
for the first time since December. Very excited about that. So, um, guys, that's a really exciting news update for your lives, and I hope that you enjoyed hearing about it as much as I just enjoyed dropping that nugget. Uh, we will talk to you guys again soon. Stay safe and stay sassy. Bye. Bye.